1: It's a new episode here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio and on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback to us via the contact form on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. You can also anonymously tell us what you think of the show by filling out our survey at survey.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Welcome everyone who is joining us on Spotify, and if you would like to listen to us on Spotify as well, you can do so at Spotify.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Thursdays, we enter the bizarre mind of Arch Obler on Lights Out. Unfortunately, we are missing one of the most famous stories called Chicken Heart. This episode, however... Was originally aired on December 1st, 1942, and it's called The Story of Mr. Maggs.
0: Ionized Yeast presents Light Out. Everybody. brings you stories of the supernatural and the supernormal, dramatizing the fantasies and the mysteries of the unknown. We tell you this frankly, so if you wish to avoid the excitement and tension of these imaginative plays, we urge you calmly, but sincerely, to turn off your radio, now.
2: My name, Arch Ovaler. Tonight, another in our series of tales of the weird and the unusual. The idea for today's play, the story of Mr. Maggs, came to me a few years ago when I was in England, pre-war England. Calm, peaceful, serene, no enemy bombers overhead, no screaming
0: sirens, and England happily without worry. But before we start, Frank Martin has a word for you. Friends, these critical times are making terrific extra demands on all of us. But if you've gotten miserably thin and tired and run down, don't necessarily blame the war or your job it's quite possible you simply need more vitamin B and iron than you're getting from your food. Well, if you do need more of these vital substances, get them a quick, easy way. Take ionized yeast tablets. They help two ways in cases of such deficiency. Help two ways to build you up. Help two ways to increase weight and strength. Help two ways to step up steps and energy. Remember that name, ionized yeast tablets. And now... Lights out, everybody.
3: All right, gentlemen. All right, gentlemen. Now, here's an opportunity you can't afford to miss. As the emergency and opportunity of a lifetime. In auctioning off these effects of very deceased members of the community, I assure you that no single piece has more pretentious value than this genuine, open, traveling club. As you see, gentlemen, it's bound in brass and locked tight and secure with a mass of genuine brass lock. What's in it? Nobody knows. But the law says that being on plain, strange merchandise, whoever buys a gift at all, you might. I say, with all it's in it. These gold or silver plates are the jewels of India. Now, what am I offered for this guest? Make your bids and make them good, gentlemen. Do I hear someone say ten pounds? Five shillings. Now, gentlemen, look at it. Lost, iron. And nobody knows what's inside. A fortune waiting here. And somebody talks of five shillings. Now, come, let's on with it. What am I offered? Five and six. Oh, Gentlemen, for firewood alone. I offer six. Six. Six Six and six. Seven. Well, gentlemen, it appears we're having a competition in little numbers. Is there anybody here who would like to raise a bill in of me? Seven, sir. Eight? Gentlemen, I ask you, is there anybody here who heard what I said about this can't be lost and sealed? Now oh, let it go. It's the last thing I've got to auction. So let it go and we'll all go home. Going to the little gentleman right down there for eight children even. so you anymore. So Go! Step right up here, sir, and claim your purchase. Now, what might your name be for the record?
4: Name? My name is Meg. Yes, Harold Meg.
3: And the money, Mr. Meg.
4: Oh, yes, sir. My pocketbook got it all ready. Eight shillings, sir. Here you are.
3: Right, you are. You understand, of course, the cottage is extra.
4: Oh, oh, is it?
3: Right, you are. Now where will I send it, chest? But
4: I don't know. I mean, extra charges. Well, where will I send it? Ninety-two Applegate Southwest, 3. Right, you are. Is is that all? If
3: that's all. The chest is yours. You'll get it in the morning.
4: In the morning, but I'll get work in the morning. Your old woman
3: will be home, won't she?
4: Oh yes, but she doesn't in know. In the morning they'll about... deliver it, and in the morning you'll get it. Good night, to you. Oh, good
3: night, and thank you. Thank you. Thanking me, huh? If you knew what I know, that Trunk, you wouldn't be thanking me. Just crush me to the devil.
5: Yes, Agatha. Well, I must say, it's a fine time for a man to be getting home.
4: Mr. Bender asked me to stay and check the inventory. Never mind
5: what Mr. Bainbridge said. Did you get anything extra for doing what Mr. Bainbridge said? Well, I... I Never mind what he said. I tell you what you get from me. A cold supper, that's what. Oh, it's all right. Oh, is it? Now, just a minute, Mr. Harold Mags. There's something else I want to talk to you about. Yes, Agatha? How much money have you been making on the races?
4: Gracie? Me? You. Oh, no, you know I never play the horses.
5: And how much money does that rich uncle of yours in Australia leave you?
4: Australia? Me?
5: Why, well, Agatha, what are you talking about? I haven't got any uncles in Australia. No. Then maybe it's a gold mine you discover. Or maybe a well that gives a hundred gallons of petrol a minute. Agatha, are you all right? The chest. Oh. Why did you buy it? Well, they I... didn't give it to you, today. It was only eight shillings and I... Our... Only eight shillings? You mean to stand there and tell me you spent eight whole god-given shillings for that thing? Uh, yes. Hello, Megs, I ought to... Agatha, what's that? Have you mind what that is? Up in the garage. Yes, yes, up in the garage. Where that great prize of yours is. Up in the garage where you should be until your head's examined. Look, Agatha, what's... That? It's Freddy, breaking the thing open to see what's inside. Breaking it open? Yes, I told him to do it. Freddy, have you opened it yet? Not yet, Mom. Oh, Agatha, please, I don't want him to... Oh, keep quiet. I know you haven't got a key to it. But Raymond told me all about this prize package that he did. Oh, but... Plunked it right down in the middle of the kitchen floor. And poor Freddie and I had to carry it all the way upstairs. Oh, Agatha... oh, we'll find out what's in it,
4: Conan. Oh, no, please, he shouldn't break the lock. It's a good one. Maybe I could pick it. I'll go up.
5: No, no, Harold, come back here. This lady, do what I told him to. Harold! Harold! I'll come back here this minute. Harold, you resist this. Making me climb these stairs. Harold, do you hear me? Nah. Naked! No, her oh, Harold! Harold, what's come over you? He won't uh, smash my chest. He won't. Uh, well, Mum said I could. She did. She did. She oh, said I, said I could. There you strike that boy. Oh, I didn't. Well, you thought about it. He may not be your flesh and blood, Harold Meggs. but he's mine. Yeah. He's a big love, thirty years old. Mommy, called me. I love the Wake it up, Harold Meg, Give me that hammer.
4: Yes, I guess I...
5: will take your precious chest. Your precious lock. That's oh, right, keep show him. him, show him. Oh, a good one, Mummy You nice him. Oh, it was a good padlock. You keep quiet. <laughs> Buy a cat and a poop, will you? Keep keep him out. My... Well, now we'll see your grand bargain. Help me let it be, Freddy. Uh, sure thing, oh, mum. Well, you will see what you wish. My goodness. <laughs> mum. Mom. It's empty. 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 How mad you, wretch you, taking the bread out of the mouths of your good wife and your son to buy empty trunks. Wait, Agatha. Wait for what? For what?
4: It's not empty.
5: What are you talking about?
4: See? The whole inside, crusted with dried blood.
5: Uh-huh. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Good.
4: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, no. It's not morning. No. Oh,
5: no. Open your I heard something. Well, what did you hear? I said, you hear any I said, there's someone in the house. What? Uh-huh. What do you mean? Listen. I don't hear anything. do
4: Listen. Oh,
5: you heard? Yes. Up in the gallery. Oh, yes. And do something. Well, What could I well, you're do? You're not going to let them steal our house away from us. There.
4: Again. But why in the
5: garden? Are you going to lie there talking while we. Oh, they... But we've not
4: been there for anyone to. <laughs> it's Freddy.
5: Freddy, what? Come on. No. No, not up there. Well, i am going. Harold, come back and don't leave me alone to be murdered. Harold, don't go up there. Harold, don't fight me. Asia, Asia, come off here quickly. No. No, I'm afraid. Asa, quickly. down here than I'll be afraid. That means much to be afraid of. If you're not friend, Harold. Oh dog, up here. Well, Harold, what is it? Ready to come here, help me. Well, what is it? What's the matter with you? What is it? It's your Freddy. Freddy
4: Freddy oh! The lid of the chest seems to be closed on his head. And I can't seem to open it. Thank you, sir. going on, that There's nothing we can do for you. I, I knew you loved the boy. Guess he's the only thing you ever loved in all your life. Do something! Do something!
5: You want
4: What is there to do? Don't so bad. You don't have to wait until morning, that's all.
5: If you hadn't bought that infernal chest.
4: If I hadn't bought it.
5: murdered him, it, it, it? You hated him for the memory of my first husband. Now, I wouldn't say that, Hector. Why not? You bought the chest. So a you're doing.
4: Well, in a way, You're right. I brought the evil into the house, now didn't I?
5: What are you talking about?
4: An unhappy house, and now there's evil in it.
5: What are you saying?
4: Since we came downstairs, all these hours since it happened, I've been thinking. Thinking what? How do you think Freddy died? And why? You
5: are crazy? Asking me if I know how he died? I saw it, didn't I?
4: But I asked you, why
3: did he die?
5: Why? Why? Because the infernal lid of it fell on his head, that's Why? Oh, my
4: friend. Yes. <laughs> the evil did it. Evil,
5: evil? You are crazy. The only thing evil was your buying it.
4: You just don't understand, do you, Agatha?
5: What are you looking at me like that for? I tell you the lid fell down on his head. Evil. Evil, evil, evil. Stop trying to make me as crazy as you are. Come on back up there and help me carry my son down so I can stretch him out decent and respectful for when the undertaker comes. No, Agatha. What? I've made up my mind. I won't go up there again. Oh, yes,
4: you will. He lie dead in the bed, my son. Not up there. No, Agatha, I've made up my mind. Oh, I figured out that
5: up in the garret, the evil has evil taken us my son. You will help me carry him down. Don't stand there. Don't stand there. Storm's over. Help me carry down his body so I can lay it out. Here. No, Agatha. No, hear me out. It's evil. I'll have you locked away until
4: you're evil, and I knew somehow that it was there. That's oh. why I dragged you downstairs again so quickly. Oh. You never thought much of me, Aggie, but this no. time, believe me, if I go up there with you, it means my life. I've listened to enough
5: a bullish-headed little worm. That's what you are. There's nothing up there but that blasted chest you bought and Freddy's body. And if you won't help me bring him down, then, Criswell, I'll bring him down my ten No, Agatha, come back. Agatha, come back. Agatha, I beg you.
4: Agatha! Agatha, you shouldn't have. This once in all these years, you should have listened to me. If you'd have listened this time, I would have meant something more than... Agatha? Agatha, what's doing up there? Are you all right? Agatha, do you hear me? Are you all right? What's in the... Agatha!
5: what? Agatha,
4: what? What happened? What's the matter? Oh, Agatha, heaven help me. I can't come up to you. I'm afraid. That's another hour. It's hard waiting, Agatha. I've got to keep so quiet. I've got to listen. Perhaps you'll say something. Call me again. I've got to know what happened. A man can go crazy not knowing what happened. I... I'll keep very quiet. Perhaps I'll hear you saying something up there. Agatha? Wind. I hear nothing but the wind, Agatha. I'm afraid to move out of this chair, Agatha. As afraid as I've ever been in all my life. And that's been many times, Agatha. Something safe about this chair. It's my chair. I have sat in it so many times it knows me. And while I'm in it, nothing can happen to me. Now can it? But if I were to get up, leave it. Walk toward the door. No, I won't do that. I'll sit here and wait in the chair. And when it's daylight again Agatha, is that you? I I heard you again. Agatha? Agatha? Agatha, why don't you answer me? I hear you moving around. Why don't you answer me? Agatha! Agatha, isn't it you? Sounds as if... as if a heavy chest were being moved... moved along. Put the head of the stairs. No. Nothing more. Who, who is it? I guess it is you, isn't it? it? It must be you. It must be. Uh, Not many more steps, then I'll see. It. No, no, I won't look. I won't. Stop, you, whoever you are. Don't bring that chest down here. Stop. Stop. <laughs> No further. Stop. I won't have to see. I won't have to see. Oh, no. So close, bottom of the stairs. I'll see. I'll see. I'll see. What? Oh, if I could close my eyes. Only one more step. I know it. I know it. Can that be? No one. How could a trunk come down the stairs one at a time alone? daylight come. There's something buzzing in my head. Oh, my head. What was it? Is is anything at, a thing of evil? I've got to know. Yes. I have got to know. Why should I be afraid of it? Just a chest. Put my hand on it. Move. Move it under my hand. Thing of evil, I'll get you. You won't get me, I'll get you. My axe.
5: Where's my axe? The closet. What is here? Yes. got to find my axe. do not get me, you block and chest, you
4: in my hand. I'm coming for you. You came after me, but I'll get you. I see you there at the foot of the steps. You jest, you. Lying there so quiet, aren't you? Think I'll open you and then you'll get me too? evil, waiting for your doom. I'll get close to you. I'll swing my axe, and then your evil will be over, won't it? You'll be wood, wood, and twisted bands of brass, and then I won't have to be afraid anymore, now will I? No! I'm close enough! Your doom, Jack! I'm your doom! Here! Yeah. Yeah, I did it! I did it, you evil chest! You cut your eye open! I'll hold the rest of you wide
3: Mr. Jonathan? Harry, uh, that chest you delivered over Applegate Way, where's the sign receipt for it? Oh, yeah,
2: it's line right here.
3: Ah, uh, yes. Received one chest. <laughs> what are you laughing at, Mr. Gemsworth? Uh, oh, just thinking. Thinking of what, my last, Thinking and wondering if they found out. What's that, sir? That the chest was the one in which that murderer, the young last Wednesday, used to stuff his murdered victim. Oh, I wonder if that little man that bought it, what was his name? Uh, Max. Found out about his bargain yet.
0: Just a second, Mr. Obert. You mean to say that this old chest killed those people? I, uh, I didn't say.
2: The supernatural, the supernormal, and coincidence. Who can separate the three? I'd like to tell you something that actually happened to me, though, a few years ago. A number of years ago, back in Chicago, late at night, I sat down on my typewriter to try to write a short story. I sat and sat and sat there, but no ideas came along. Then, just as the clock struck twelve, and I remember the time very, very well, the idea came along. Quickly, I began to type. There's a story, a criminal in the hotel room hiding from the police. He can't uh, remember uh, exactly what to do. Uh, Finally, in his panic, he climbs out the window and hangs from a narrow ledge high above the city street. Finally, just as the police come in, he falls. Well, I got that very very far with the plot, and then suddenly, rather tired, I went to bed. The next morning, the headline of the paper told of a criminal who had hidden in a hotel room, and then when the police broke in, the panic, and the hour was just at midnight, I tried to escape by hanging from the narrow ledge outside the room. In other words, as I was writing that story, at that very moment, mind you, it was actually happening. Coincidence? Supernormal? Who knows? But now, um... What happens next week, Mr. Obler? Next week, Scoop. Quite a strange title, I'll admit, and a very strange story. It's about a man who worked all his life only to have what he'd worked for taken away.
0: <laughs> but that, as usual, is next week. Yes. Lights Out will come to you again next Tuesday at the same time. Be sure to listen to Arch Obler's weird story of Scoop. Oh, by the way, in answer to those inquiring about script... A new book of plays by Art Schobler, Plays for Americans, has just been published by Ferrer and Reinhardt. These plays may be used without royalties by any person or group in connection with our country's war work. And if you need more vitamin B and iron, be sure to try Ionized Yeast, the one and only Ionized Yeast, with the big letters IY on the package and on each tablet.
3: be the one with the oldest suit because today it's practical even stylish to get extra wear from your clothes and Energene cleaning fluid can help you do that folks for Energene is a spot remover it gets rid of those little grease spots that moths love to feed on. Grease spots that settle on clothes and make them look worn, run down, and old before their time. Yes, Energine removes those spots easily, quickly, at practically no cost. Get more satisfactory wear from your clothes by caring for them this easy, economical Energine way with Energine Cleaning Fluid. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. <laughs>
1: Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. Well, interesting story, and I I will say I uh, I was inclined to put a couple of steamer trunks we have around the house outside on the back porch. Your imagination can run away with you in the middle of the night when you can't sleep. The part of Harold Magd was played by Joseph Kearns. Kearns began his acting career in the 1930s playing on the serial The Cinnamon Bear and appeared on The Adventures of Sam Spade, Burns and Allen, and The Whistler. He was heard often as the host The Man in Black in the early years on Suspense and appeared on The New Adventures of Sherlock Holmes, playing a variety of characters including Professor Moriarty and even Dr. Watson. In 1951, Kearns provided the voice of the doorknob in the Disney animated classic Alice in Wonderland where he nearly drowned to Alice's tears. Perhaps Kearns is known best for his final role, a role he played from 1959 till his unexpected death in 1962, as Dennis the Menace's neighbor, George Wilson. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club. Tomorrow, Groucho returns with some more You Bet Your Life. And next Thursday is some more Lights Out. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off.